You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. It's a snowy, not yet, but a snowy podcast. We'll call it that on this Wednesday because by tomorrow it's supposed to be a mess. Who knows? His name is Al. He's a man with a dog. We like him. We say hi. Al. Oh, hi. Oh, hi, Jerry. What's up? I've been uh, holding on to this for a little while because I saw this on News 12 on Thursday. Then uh, we didn't do a podcast. We don't do a, a, a podcast Friday. Then you were out Monday, Tuesday. So this, I put this in. I have notes now, Jerry. This is the new Pornhub? No, but uh, oh. I actually did cover that a little bit with uh, Eddie because it, oh, uh, it was updated news. All right. But I saw in on News 12 New Jersey, they were doing a feature on Johnny Johnny from the Goo Goo Dolls. He's the lead singer of the Goo Goo Dolls. Johnny Resnick. All right, thank you. I couldn't think of his last name there for a moment. Johnny Resnick from the Goo Goo Dolls, who now lives in Westfield, New Jersey. No kidding. Yeah. So they were doing a feature on him because the Goo Goo Dolls have a Christmas album out. Okay. But the thing that caught my eye is how much Johnny Resnick looks like a a woman now. Oh, another one of these rockers that's gotten a little older and Yeah, he got older and I don't know what he's done to his face plastic surgery wise. Really? Yeah. Right, let's see. And they have a video for one of their Christmas songs which they were playing and it looks so bizarre cuz the other Google dolls a kind of an odd looking guy. And he, they're in a car clearly with a terrible green screen behind them yeah. where they're driving in a car. And it's just, it was weird. It was like I couldn't not focus on his appearance. Is that, pla- is that what you think it is? It's the I think it is. surgery and the aging? Yeah, I think what happens, unfortunately, as men age, we, we lose testosterone. Well, that is true. And then we start to become, we start to look like, we start to look more like women. He's and 55. I think, 55? That's it. I only got four more years? Yeah, uh, but I I really do think he's he had a lot of work done on his face that didn't go great. Right. You just got to age gracefully. You got to go with get gray hair or bald. Well, you could be Johnny Goo Goo Doll and still be, you know, 
an older looking gentleman. You could still rock when you're older. The one thing I've got going for me, is, yeah. I mean, I'm losing my hair. There's nothing I can do about that. That's happening. Um, I'm very thin on top, although it's still there, but it's it's thin. Um, and even my barber said to me yesterday, he goes, you know, you your hair, you're you're still very black hair. Like you don't have a lot of gray. Mm-hmm. Even though I said, yeah, but you should see, you know, when I start growing the beard, he goes, well, yeah, he goes, but if you if you shave, who knows? And I really, for whatever reason, my head has not turned gray yet. It's more, it's coming out. <laughs> but, I, you know, whatever. It's falling out instead of turning gray. It is, yeah. And then it's kind of goofy that I go there to get it almost shaved. It's like, well, I'm losing it. Don't, why do I even want to get a haircut? I just let it grow as much as it can. And then I do I do like, like when, uh, like if I grow a little bit of a beard, it, it's a little, it's white sometimes. Like there's yeah. some whites. I do like that. I think that's uh, very distinguishable. I, I did think of you the other day. Oh, that sounded weird. Thank um, you. I got so Compass Media, Compass Media Networks gave me first class airline tickets. Yeah, which I thought was awesome. Classy. Yeah, a tremendous. And I listen. I flew from Washington D.C. to Cincinnati because it was like the only number one. It was the only direct flight I could find. But more than that, when I got off the plane in Washington after the weekend, I needed to be. I wanted to be close to Maryland because the basketball game there Monday night. So it wasn't like. You know, it was a long flight, but it was still first class, and it was great. And I, I wasn't the only one in first class, but there was nobody near me. And so going there, I was in the first row all by myself, and the pilot comes on. And he had this, and the first thing I thought of, I'm like, look at that, salty gray hair. Al would be very comfortable. Yes, I love a salty gray hair pilot. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> and I thought of you right at that moment at, you know, 7 a.m. or 8 a.m., whatever time it was, I forget. Getting on the plane, I'm like, Al would be satisfied. Right. Absolutely. Now, I'm looking at some still photos, Jerry, of this uh, Johnny Resnick from Google Dolls from his News 12 thing. And it could be that he went in for a facial prior. Because if you ever see uh, someone come out after getting uh, a facial at a, uh, you know, like one of these facial places. Facial places? Yeah, like their faces, their faces like tight. And it's oh, okay. looks plastic surgery ish because I think of so maybe he got his facial prior to going on TV and it didn't like uh, it was t- still too fresh. So he had, uh, his skin That's what was I'm thinking. too tight still. Might have been too tight still. Maybe I mean it might, I might be being unfair. To I don't Google know Dog. because the picture you're you're not wrong. The pictures are not great. Yeah, but I like so, that he moved to New Jersey. I think it's cool. Where'd you say he was in? He's in uh, uh, Westfield, New Jersey, which you know is who over else near is in Clark. Westfield? Who's this? The great Bob Washusen. There's two celebrities there. So we got two celebrities in Westfield, New Jersey. How about Good that? Good for them. Yeah. yeah. At least yeah. he used to live in Westfield. I don't know if Bob still does or not. Google Dolls had uh, a bunch of hits. Uh, yes, Iris. Iris, uh, Slide, yes. Name, That was one. Black Balloon. And I know uh, G doesn't like that music. He thinks it's wuss music. I, li- I, I like, them. I like, I like them. Yes, so and do we I. like them. And I have them on my Spotify. Not a lot, but I've got yeah, I've got four or five. Yeah, I do. I found very strange listening to Spotify coming back from from Maryland. Yeah. the other night. So I put my. So I don't have a lot of songs. Well, I shouldn't say that. Comparatively speaking, I don't have a lot of songs on my Spotify. Some people have thousands. I have six hundred. Not that big a deal. Okay. I would not have thought. I, this drives me crazy, Al. How do you get a repeat song when you have 600 songs and you put it on shuffle? Yeah, I don't know how that happens to you. Do you That has happened before to you? It's yes. Like I've not had it happen to me. It happened. It used to happen when I had the Amazon music. It happens yeah. with the Spotify. It drives me crazy. 
Hmm. And then I thought, all right, well, maybe I have the song downloaded or liked three times. Right. No, I don't. I won't it wouldn't check. even let you. It'll say, do you you already have this? Do you sure you want to put it, you put know, it in there? It, it drives, and it happens. It's just, oh, it drives me crazy. Hmm. It's like, come on. I can put the radio on if I want to hear the same song twice exactly. in two hours. If you want to hear repeats. Holy cow. So uh, Johnny Google Doll is married to a, a, a very is. pretty woman. <laughs> Shocking. Let me see if I if I Guys. could get some information on him on her. How many albums do you think the Google saw? Google Dolls have sold. I'm going to Google uh, oh. that all you. Well, they listen when when Iris was huge. Yes. Uh, name was huge. Those are on two different records. Right. Uh, my my the guy I love the most, Paul Westerberg, wrote a song called "We Are the Normal" for them. Is that true? Yeah, that's true. There's nothing on here about his personal life and his marriage. They have 14 top 10 singles. Yeah, and they have sold more than 10 million albums. They were one of the early on behind the musics, which was like shocking. And then you realize this is unfortunately what happens to a lot of people. So like when they first hit it big with name. And they went on the road, and they sold a ton of records. With the contract that they signed, that they got, they got back off a tour and had to get jobs. That's amazing. In, they got they screwed, lived, huh? They lived in. They came out of and lived in Buffalo. And then they thought, well, what are your chances that you're ever going to have another hit song? It's very few and far between. And then when Iris hit, they did that right, and that's where they got all their money from. Good for them. Yeah, that's because that, that stinks. Oh, and you know what's so indeed. sad is you hear so many of those stories through the yeah. years. It's it's weird because on one hand, you can understand. So if you're the record producer or the label, you understand the financial risk they're taking and how many bands that they have signed that turn out to be nothing. Right. And so you kind of understand the whole case. Listen, we're going to take a chance on you, but you're going to have to pay us if it if it works out. You'll make money, but you're going to have to pay us. Anybody in their right mind is going to jump at that because the yes. notion of them becoming a star mm-hmm. is very, you know, it's obviously <laughs> appealing. Yes. But then you become a bigger star than you ever imagined, and you're looking at, like, what did I sign? Yep. But you're not the same person at that moment. Right. Well, I mean, you are, but you're not. So right, you're I don't, business savvy. Yeah, it's a tough one. Like, there's almost, and I don't know what contracts are now, but... Like, I don't know how an artist back in the day didn't at least have some sort of a provision in it. Like, yeah, no problem. But listen, if we sell 5 million copies, can you give us a dollar, you know, a little bit yeah. extra money here per sale or I don't know. Yeah, we're going to need a couple mil for that. Yeah, it's nuts. really is crazy. Then, uh, you know, it is uh, still Christmas shopping season, holiday shopping season. And this year, there were a couple items that I was to purchase that instead of going to Amazon, I said, let me look directly at the company. And if, they're, like if they have free shipping, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that. Good for you. But guess what? All of those are yeah. delayed. Yes. And on Amazon, this I can get it in two I days. I told you. It sucks. This, this what bothered are you doing? me. Right. This bothered me to no end when I found a really cool thing that I bought my wife for our anniversary. Yeah. And I saw it was I saw it on Amazon, but I also saw where it came from and I went to the company website. Yes. And they told me they would get it to me within two weeks. Like two weeks. The anniversary's right. next week. I can't wait two weeks. And on Amazon I got it in three days. Same right. company. It's, yes, I know yes. Right. And right, their Amazon store is stocked. Yep. There other so it makes you not want to go directly to the Correct. company. And you're really trying to help them. Again, that's a weird thing. If you're the company, if most of your business is coming through Amazon, well, they're going to become your priority. At the right. same time, you make more money and you can develop a better relationship direct to customer 
but they can't because they got to fulfill all the orders coming from Amazon. And then I don't know if it's like, because I have two different items from two different companies that I ordered direct, and I ordered like a week and a half ago. Right. And they're both right now, if I go to track my shipping, they're just sitting in either UPS or That's not good. FedEx. So maybe it's the UPS and FedEx that is giving priority to Amazon since they're an, the most enormous customer. Yeah, you know what I well mean? Could, yeah, it could be, very well could be the case. So it may not be the fault of the individual companies that we're trying to do right by by ordering directly from them. I do have an issue with Amazon, though. Hmm. That's not a big issue. but like, what so is I it? Bo- Well, I bought Boomer's Gift. So I put – there were three different things, I guess, I put in the cart. All right. And the ship date – and I and listen, I know it wasn't going to come as one package. Right. But it also said that it would be shipped on the same day. And I kind of assumed it would be there on the same day. Yes. Yeah, no, no. No, not at all. Like, for instance, one thing uh, he's getting today that wasn't supposed to arrive until Friday when the other two things are being delivered. Right. He's going to get this today and be like, what the F is this? What is this? <laughs> it's actually funny. I've tra- I'll actually tell you because he's going to get it today anyway. So what's all the difference? So you know Boomer's affinity for Oreos. Well, loves an Oreo. So I went on Amazon and I wound up spending like $100 in cookies. <laughs> I got like an Oreo gift tin. <laughs> I got I so got it's a, a an Oreo poopery. I got yes, I got a case of Oreo uh, single sleeve <laughs> packages, and then I bought them like just a case of Oreos. Yeah, but they were all supposed to show up the same day. Right, you want like a big thing of Oreo, yeah, multiple Oreo gifts rolling up. And the thing that was supposed to show up first was the the holiday tin. To mm-hmm. where I put the the online card that says Happy Holidays, more yeah. shipments coming your way. And now it looks like that's going to be the last one to show up. Yep. He's going to get a box of just Oreos. <laughs> Not that he's going to complain, Jerry. <laughs> well, who would? They're Oreos. They're awesome. going to think the Oreos fairies dropped it off. But I, I, And I guess, so I guess with Amazon, those came from three different places. I'm, oh, right. I'm annoyed. It's confusing. It's not a big deal, but it's you know it's 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 what it is. Oh, I I sent a gift to uh, both Boomer and Geo. I heard this. These were the stakes, yeah, right? And neither one of them came with a a thing that said it was for me, even though I filled out the. There's uh, nothing worse than that. Yeah, and the I, I wrote to the company, and they're like, uh, "Yeah, it's on there. It's on the shipping label in the upper right hand corner." I'm like, well, "Who the hell's gonna see that? Well, who looks at that? Slide a card in there." Yeah, I agree. That and it's such an easy way to generate a small little gift card. It's not right. a big deal. Johnny oh. Goo Goo Dolls would have done it right if he was running the place. He would have slid it right in. Slide, Brandon. That's exactly ding, ding, right. Ding. How about that? You think those guys? To the snow. Um, I am looking forward to the snow just because I don't think my dog has ever seen snow, so I'm interested in seeing if she likes the snow, if she's trying to figure out what it is. So, like a small child, Jerry, I want to. I want to see the snow through the wonderment of a dog's eyes. I can see that. That makes sense. I like it's that. something. Yeah, that's all but right. I, and I think where you live, you're on like the border of uh, uh, two inches or six inches. <laughs> and I think I'm down near, near near the one or two inch line. So to be clear, you're about yeah. two inches and I'm six inches. Correct. Sounds good to me. <laughs> Sorry to hear that for your girlfriend, but you know. Unfortunately, Jerry. <laughs> things happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's funny. Well, enjoy the snow because I do. And I am excited that I got the snowblower ready to go. So Snowblower. Yes, I am very excited about that. Cause I was... I'm excited too because I'm in a new complex, Jerry. And uh, depending on how quickly things move, I'll either be complaining or be happy. 
I'm not going to lie to you. I the the notion of where you're at with the snow coming and working from home. Mm-hmm. This might be the one time as an adult, if I were you, I would be fired up for the storm. Correct. Because you've got, I'm sure you have plenty of chicken breast in your plate. I do. In your house. You don't have to shovel. Mm-mm. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have right. to walk the dog, but you don't have to go anywhere. And there's nothing to do, and you're not going to worry. You have no stress of going to work. Correct. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. All I have to do is uh, unbury my car if it gets buried, but if it's not going to be a lot. But where are you going? Let it melt. Well, you see, you have to eventually get it off your car. Yeah, well, by Sunday it'll be gone. (laughs) Good point. Right? We do normally get like a nice sunny day after a snowstorm. I did, speaking of the car, real quick. So my my passenger windshield wiper, I think I told you this, the rubber part of it just flew off. So I finally got the replacement one. But I never put it on because I just forgot and it wasn't raining and whatever. Mm -hmm. Of course, I get off the plane in Washington. I go to my car (laughs) on uh, Monday, and it is a monsoon. And I'm looking in the back seat at the windshield wiper that's in the container. I'm like, that's not going to help me there, is it? (laughs) (laughs) Stupid. (laughs) So what would you do? Nothing. (laughs) I didn't do anything. It's still sitting in my back seat. I'm like, "Since since my driver's side windshield wiper works, let me see if this will be okay. I was fine. It was listen. If you were in the passenger seat, you might have got a headache because you couldn't have seen through the windshield. But I was right. fine. But you made okay. you were. It was a safer. It was a safe drive for you. Uh, oh, totally. Yeah, it, it was fine. But I was I was initially very annoyed at myself that I hadn't changed it, and it was so miserable out at that moment. But I was all right. You made it though, Jerry. I made and it. That's what counts. Looks like we made it. Yes. Well, let's do the warm-up show. Now, did I do that with you or CeeLo today? No, I was back. Oh, you were back for that. Okay, then we'll, we'll roll that right here. And There's we'll another see... thing real quick. I love CeeLo thought that I was on the Cowboys team charter back to Dallas the other day. <laughs> what was he thinking? I don't know. He Dope. doesn't know. He's young, Jerry. He doesn't know. <laughs> right. All right. All right, we'll see you tomorrow. So This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Alan Jerry, no guests, no calls, and no real content. All right, here we go. Midweek on the Fan Rooney, we're kicking it old school, if you will, as on deck down in the Jersey Shore. Not quite like Al Dukes, but Al down in Bradley Beach, awaiting this massive storm, or maybe no storm at all. How are you, sir? Oh, hi, Jerry. You're in uh, your home today. I am. Yes. Nice. I am. So I'm looking won't. at uh, the maps that uh, uh, News 12 just put out, News 12 New Jersey, and it's got me in the one to three range. So that's not terrible at all. I just saw two different maps. Yeah. Before we came on about 15 minutes ago, one mm-hmm. said eight to 12, and another mm-hmm. one said uh, one to three. <laughs> so I have no yeah, it idea looks what like we're uh, North North Jersey from uh, North Jersey down to Edison is 12 to 16 inches Yeesh. from. From Edison down to, uh, well, they're Us. covering their map. Uh, a little past Manalapin, 6 to 10. Well, I don't like that. 
then a little band of 46, then by Ocean Township uh, near down near where I am, one to three. I think you have a future as a meteorologist. What Thank do you, think you of that? Jerry. And I, I look to see where Geo lives. He's in the four to six range. That's not terrible. It'll be okay. But you then know, to come in, if he's coming in, he'd have to go through coming from his home, the four to six range, then hit the six to ten inch right. range on the on the way in. Which is just going to be a disaster. Which I think he is going to broadcast from home as well. I hope. Uh, I am. I, I would think so. I am very hopeful that all of the uh, city workers that are going to be plowing the streets made sure they got to Home Depot or Lowe's and got their shovels. Yes. I, I love when you post this every year. Yes. Because it is so true. I don't understand. I get the run on the rock salt and stuff like that because yeah, you run out you of that stuff. Run out of it. But what are we doing with the shovels every year? I don't know. And then people give me these really, because I tweeted it out yesterday too, like, where's your shovel from last year? Where's your shovel? Like, I, my parents gave me a shovel in 2001 when I moved back from Florida. I needed a shovel. They gave me a shovel in 2001. I have that shovel. Yeah. That's what I shovel snow with. I have the same shovel when we bought our first house back in 2001 myself. And of I, course, I, like, idiotic Twitter people like, did you ever consider that someone lived in an apartment and they moved? Well, well, yeah, but not hundreds of, I mean, right. I guess, I don't know. Not hundreds of them every year. Well, hundreds, I was going to say hundreds of thousands of them. Hundreds just, of thousands of shovels. I just like that you go to the store and that shelf is empty. Yeah, <laughs> so and, and, and a couple of people who work at uh, Home Depot and Lowe's wrote to me yesterday and said that they ask the customers the same thing. And the customers go, I don't know. I don't know where the shovel went. <laughs> they just buried it. <laughs> it's lost? A shovel? And, and to get uh, ready for this storm, my brother did give me... So I had a small snowblower from the other house. Snowblower. Uh, from the other house. Snowblower. Which I got, I would say, like seven years out of. And then finally it died. And then we moved into this house. And I never bought a new one. And it hasn't snowed the last few years. So I haven't worried about it. Well, my brother moved out of a house into a condo so he's like here if you want mine I said sure he just got it last year before he moved so I go to get it all set yesterday and you know he drained the gasoline and the oil and all that stuff so I had to fill it up to get it ready so I put the gas in then I put the oil in and then I start it started right up and it was Al it could not have started up more beautiful oh it sounded great it was humming Jerry and then about 45 seconds because it said run it for about five minutes just to get it you know prepped for its first use about 45 seconds in little white smoke starts coming out that a little bit more white smoke starts coming out and then a plume of smoke comes and out caught fire and the thing just stopped <laughs> so the uh, first thing i do is i go to google as anybody would <laughs> white smoke snowblower yeah i put way too much oil in. oh <laughs> You oil, you lubed it up a little too much, Jerry. So it says run it for like five or six minutes and see if you can kind of burn it off. If it doesn't, well, then that means that you put way too much in. And you so, ruined it. Well, no, I didn't ruin it, but it clearly didn't burn off, and it looked like the house was on fire. I had so oh, much smoke coming from yeah. the backyard, so I had to drain it. But the good news is I drained enough of it, ran it, we're good to go now. <laughs> All right, good. Now, Jerry, you came back from a double uh, boomer tour. You went to Cincinnati to do the Cowboy game. Then you went down to Maryland to do Rutgers basketball. Correct. Let me ask you this. In your travels to both Cincinnati and to Maryland, did you see any boomer-specifically-related 
things. So it's interesting you say that because, you. you know, last time I've gone, you're welcome, last time or every year I go to Maryland, I always go to their little, their sports hall of fame in the Xfinity Center. And I take a picture of Boomer and I tweet it out. I mean, his presence is there. There's no question about it. The problem this year was because of all the safety protocols put in place, it is really check in, get your temperature taken and go to where you have to go. They don't want you moving around. So, for instance, when I went to Cincinnati, um, which was awesome. I had such a good time doing the game for Compass Media Networks. It was awesome, and it was fun, and blah, blah, blah. So you get there. You go to the check-in table. They take your temperature. You fill out the questionnaire, and they do all these different things. And then it's like elevator right there, and you're in booth. Boom. Just go. Okay. And that's it. So, like, I didn't even get a chance to walk around. You know, like I saw there they had a big uh, banner of Tim Crumry right where we were checking in. But, like, that, you know, there weren't – I couldn't move around to see. So, at the Bengals, no. It was basically walk in, go to the booth, go home. Like, that was it. And then with Maryland, same thing. I have seen that before. But even with that, we checked in, and they gave us a suite so that we could be compl- – we were so spaced out. It was awesome. But we weren't allowed to go anywhere else. So, to answer your question, long-winded, not really, no. So you it, it wasn't a, like a boomer, no. feel-good boomer tour? No. It, it, like it was I was not. hoping for. It was not. I mean, And then I do think part of that is because I really couldn't make my way around the arena or the stadium at all. Right. So, all right. Um, very, I'll tell you one thing, though. So weird, you know, for me going into um, Paul Brown Stadium with such, you know, they, they only allow 10,000 fans. But in an 80,000-seat stadium, it's like nothing and nobody. So you're walking up a couple of hours before the game. There's literally nobody there. And then when you leave, instead of the big crush of people, there's no one in the streets. It's really something. And plenty of parking, I bet, Jerry. <laughs> there was plenty of parking, yes. Although the hotel was two blocks away, so there was no parking needed. So you just walked. Yeah. pretty Well, I mean, I, we drove with, uh, I drove with Michelle and Danny White um, to go over there because then they were leaving right after, and then I walked back to the hotel after. Who drives? Does Danny White drive or does Michelle drive? Uh, they both usually do, depending upon where the hotel is. In this mm-hmm. case, Michelle drove. Michelle drove two men around. Didn't you feel well, less manly well, not being the driver? Let me re- let me rephrase that. She rented the car. Danny actually drove. All right. So I would expect a former quarterback to be the driver. Oh, the driver he, is normally the dominant person in the group. He settled right in. He did. He had no issues whatsoever. Exactly. Give me this car. I'm Danny White. Damn it. <laughs> yes. Jerry, you're also down in the area, my neck of the woods, of my new uh, bandwagon team that I've hopped on board, uh, the Washington football team. This is a team that clearly wants to win. This is a team know, that's got a great head coach, that's got a great quarterback, and it looks like Alex. a great head coach. Yeah, and it looks like Alex Smith is going to be ready to go this week. This is the team that's going to win the NFC East because the Giants clearly don't want it. <laughs> they don't. I don't know that they don't want it. I don't know that they're oh, they that don't. good. No, they're not that good. But d- did we think the Washington football team was any good? We did not. I still don't think they're any good. Oh. I don't. I think they have a very good defense. That's about, and and that can take you, you know, far enough, I suppose. But that's not a championship team yet. Now, if they end up with a legit, and I I hate to say that, if they end up with a quarterback who Alex Smith is great, thirty-seven. Let's say they find their next quarterback. That's a team to watch. And they also need. I mean, Terry McLaurin is a really good receiver, but they need a receiving core. I'm they talking can, for for this year, Jerry. NFC East champions. Maybe, yeah. I'd say that's. I would say. Let's see. 
NFC, I'd have to see who do they play. And I know the Giants have the Browns, the Ravens, and the Cowboys. So yeah, I good don't luck. Really... They'd probably go in 0-3. I'm about 0-3, but they might get one. one. Let's two. say they get one more. That's only going to give them six wins, right? The the Washington team has six already, correct? They play, uh, yeah, and I think, believe they play Seattle this week. My question would be Philadelphia. With Jalen Hurts now, they're in the mix, got to have it. I think they are in the mix because they play – maybe New Orleans was awful, I don't know. But the – you know, listening to a lot of those Eagle players, I mean, they seemed like re-energized with Hurts in, in, in a quarterback, and they played really well. Defensively, they played well. My question would be, who do the Eagles have left? The Eagles, you say, they Jerry? The, I think they have the – don't they have the Cowboys next week? Is that right? Or they well, Washington? I know they have – Just uh, they Google have, it. They have Washington the last week of the season. So the Eagles have the Cardinals – uh, the the Cowboys and Washington. Yeah, I mean, you look at Philly. It's going to come down to it. If they wound up winning their last three, and I'm not, I don't know. I, the way the Cowboys actually played well Sunday, but I don't, I don't know what to expect. Let's say they go seven, eight, and one. They beat Washington. My question: Well, they have the tiebreaker. You would need Washington to go seven and nine. I don't know. Maybe Washington wins it. We'll see. It's such a bad division, though. It's such a it bad is. year. I and I don't like. And I'm with you on the, in from this standpoint. And I and I heard Boomer yesterday. Well, you know, one time a team went seven and nine and won a playoff game. I don't like a team that makes the playoffs at seven and nine. I'd rather like. Here's a requirement: you got to go eight and eight to make the playoffs. Yeah, or you bounce that, I and someone uh, else takes your takes your spot. Right, like you're not good. You shouldn't be in the playoffs. And as far as the Eagles, and are they any good? I'm with Gio with on uh, the New Orleans Saints. When they don't have Drew Brees, they're a they're a fraud. Yeah, fraud I don't team. disagree. I don't disagree fraud. with that. But I but I do think I think Philadelphia played better than what we've seen over the because they seem like a dead team the last yeah. month. And it did seem like with Jalen Hurts at quarterback, they had some sort of a boost. They, they needed, needed a spark. Yeah, and I don't know if that's going to last. Maybe it was one game. I don't know. But at least they look more like the team you expected at the beginning of the season. All right. So, I don't know. It's just a bad division, man. There's nothing else to say. Just finish it out and let's let's move on. It's bad. She's it bad. is bad. Yeah. And your boy Jerry Jones has doubled down on what Stephen Jones said uh, previously, that uh, they think it's ridiculous that there's even discussions that Mike McCarthy will not be the well, head coach of the Cowboys next season. I I, I don't oh, think it's ridiculous is. for the fans to say that or have the discussions because they have been so bad defensively. Um, now I know they got the three turnovers, you know, this past week, but they they weren't great defensively either in that game. Um, Mike McCarthy was a really good head coach with the Packers. The question, my question instead would be, how come? Other teams with the virtual offseason have handled it better than they did. And why did they put a brand-new defensive system in in a year when they had no time to practice it? Like, that would be my question more so. And I do think you got to give McCarthy a second year. I mean, I, as much as he has driven me crazy with some of his calls, I mean, some really stupid calls, yeah. um, I, I, I am not in line of just firing a guy, especially a guy that's got a track record like he does. So I like I'm to give people a few games and fire them, whether they're the quarterback or, okay. right. or the head coach. You've got you've got half a season. If you're not a good half a season in, we the speculation begins. Even if you lose your starting quarterback, and even if four fifths of your starting offensive line are injured, you're still just get rid of them. I just 
it, it leaves a bad taste in your mouth. When you see, well, like, next year when you start the season, you see Mike McCarthy on the sideline, you're going to be like, oh, this guy was yeah, but, not good. But you'll see but, but you'll see Tyron Smith back. You'll see Dak Prescott back. You'll see, you know, Zach Martin back. You'll see all these guys that really oh. didn't play this year will be back on the field. And you should have a defense that knows what the hell they're doing next year because this year clearly did not. Hmm. I mean, it was awful. All right. All right. Is that fair? fair? Enough, Jared. That's fair. I now, suppose that's fair. Don't start 0 4 next year. Right. <laughs> How about that? Then you're out of there. Well, out of there. I would think Jerry's not getting any younger. I would think he's. I said, I saw this, and it's nothing we don't know, but it's nothing I've really thought about. So one of the Cowboy reporters I saw before the game on Sunday morning posted. Gene Slater? It was not Jane Slater. <laughs> no, I, I'm not sure which one it was. Uh, was uh, I can't think of the guy's name. Um, I don't remember. Anyway, he posted right before, maybe David Moore, is that his name? He posted before the game, between 1970 and 1995, all the Cowboy playoff appearances, NFC Championship appearances, and Super Bowl appearances. And then from 1996 to now, another 25 years, zero NFC championships. My point is zero. Jerry Jones is not a young man, and I do think he wants to win. So at some point he's going to lose his patience, but I don't think it's going to be this quickly, not with he this said, coach. He said he hasn't even had any dream yes, about I have, letting Mike McCarthy go. I have that clip coming up How for you that? at 630 Ooh. with Boomer Ooh, Looking and forward to that. How about that? All right, why don't we take our first break? It's good to be back. I listen to you and CeeLo a little bit. It's I good felt, to have uh, you back, Jerry. Well, that's nice. I felt, you know, out of the loop. I don't like that. So, quick break. I have a Fugazi, not Fugazi on the other side. Oh, all right, cool. Fugazi, not Fugazi coming up, and then Boomer and Geo at 6 here on The Fan. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Alan Jerry, because you can't get enough sports with the other 23 hours in the day. <laughs> Still makes no sense. All right, 25 after 5, Wednesday morning. They call it hump day. We've got all sorts of different things that we do on this show we call the warm-up show. Sometimes we go over the NFL schedule. We'll do that on Friday. But right now we have a little creation by the guy named Albert Jackson Dukes, and it's called Fugazi or Not Fugazi. Al, take it away. Yes, in Fugazi or Not Fugazi, Jerry, I'll give you a topic. I'll give you a story, and then you'll tell me whether that is uh, cool or, or not cool. That's now this cool is, or no cool. That's a different topic. You're going to tell me whether this is Fugazi or not Fugazi. Now, is this different than when I read you the headlines and you've got to pick out the false one? Yeah, this is different. This okay. is I'm telling you a story, and then you're just going to say, well, that's Fugazi. Tell me or, a story, Uncle Al. Not Fugazi. A Pennsylvania man, Jerry, uh, breaks an unofficial Chick-fil-A record. He has eaten Chick-fil-A at the restaurant for 132 Days. I believe that. Now, Chick-fil-A, for religious reasons, is not open on Sundays. But but 130-something now. All right, hold on a second here. Mm -hmm. Here would be my question. Yep. Is it 132 consecutive days they're open, or is he buying enough to save it for Sunday? 
Like no, when he well, goes so, Saturday, is he buying two chicken fed chicken he's sandwiches? Not. And my point is, in order for this, this feels to say you've been eating at Chick Fil A for 132 consecutive days they when they're closed, <laughs> when they're closed every seventh day on Sunday, seems fugazi. Yeah, no, it is. I totally, I yeah. If you're not, if he's not eating the chicken sandwich on Sunday, buying mm-hmm. it on Saturday for Correct. Sunday, then no, it does not count. Sorry, he's, that's what I feel. Six out of seven. That's my streak s- over. My sister's children love Chick-fil-A. Like, they cannot get enough of it. I don't think they fully grasp that it's not open on Sundays. So when they want to go, if they feel if they feel like they're going to want Chick-fil-A on Sunday, they will purchase it on Saturday really? and save it and heat it up Sunday. They like it that much, huh? Oh. Like, I, it's children good. love Chick-fil-A. It's interesting. I, I've had it many times. Mm-hmm. It's good. I, there's, I have nothing negative to say about it at all. It is tremendous. And teenagers love it as well. But I don't understand. I don't get this whole notion that it's like the greatest chicken sandwich of all time. Or chicken. Your son's your son is not locked into uh, no, my, no, he is. No, he is. He is right. Yeah, he's sixteen, and just like what you're talking about, very much into it. But like to me, KFC pretty damn good. Popeyes pretty damn good. I mean, yeah, they're there's, all. There's something know. about that Chick Fil A though, Jerry. From kids from really young to 17, 18, they love a Chick-fil-A. What is going on there that we're not picking up on? It's Fugazi. Well, my sister, I asked my sister that, and she told me that Chick-fil-A employs super friendly kids. Like she actually thinks it's a requirement that they make sure the kids are super friendly who work there. I could see that being important for the parents. I don't think the kids that go in there care. Yeah, that's true. There's no way they care. But if your parents get you into Chick-fil-A when you're younger and then you, you get older, you're like, you know what? I got a, I finally got a car. I'm going to Chick-fil-A myself. I could see that. That's fair. But I, I, I've heard many people talk about it like it is the end-all be-all yeah. of fast food chicken. Pl- I, I love the Wendy's chicken sandwich, quite frankly. Why not? Exactly. They're all good in my book, there, Al. And, and I also on, like. And Wendy's is open on Sunday if you want to go there. And so is another place I like by you down the Jersey Shore. Cluck You, which we've talked about. Cluck You Chicken. Another good place. Yes. Really good. <laughs> I do love a good Cluck You Chicken. Jerry, a big story that went around yesterday was that uh, the one of the NFL wild card games that's airing on CBS will also air on Nickelodeon. Yeah, this happened last year, too. The Children's Channel. Yeah. And Nickelodeon is going to try to make the game kid-friendly. For well, how is it not kid-friendly already? That's what I was thinking. Well, here's what they're going to do. Was SpongeBob uh, going to be the commentator? SpongeBob will be there. The broadcasters, well, uh, well they're going to superimpose. They're going to superimpose a lot of stuff on the screen during the game. They're going to make the officials SpongeBob and uh, Sandy the Squirrel. Uh, no, but here's what's going on. Noah Eagle, Ian Eagle's son, he's going to be the broadcaster. Okay, he'll be there with Nate Burleson. I feel like Nate Burleson gets every job. No, he doesn't. <laughs> and Nickelodeon star Gabrielle Neva Green. Okay, she's a big star, evidently, on Nickelodeon. Well, my kids don't watch Nickelodeon anymore. I don't even know. There will uh, be superimposed green slime in the end zone. There will be googly eye filters, and SpongeBob SquarePants will be there. What are we doing? Like, honestly, what are we doing? Exactly. I but I when I saw the reaction to this yesterday, people. We're eating it up, loved it. 
In what I way? I didn't understand. Like, oh, this is going to be, this is going to get the kids into it. This isn't going to get no, a kid not. into football. No. I didn't have SpongeBob. You know what I liked, Jerry? Roger Stallback. Danny White. Tony Dorsett. You ever hear of those guys? I have heard of them, yeah. as a matter of fact, yes. I didn't uh, need the Flintstones running around the screen with those guys. Those guys were enough for me. I am totally What's with you. What's going him? on here? By the way, Gabriella Nevergreen, is that her name? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, good for her. The hey, problem the f- is there's a um, there's another girl with that name. That's mm-hmm. not so good. There's a porno actress with that name? Yeah. What? Not the green. Drop really? that part. But, yeah, that pops right up. That's a problem. Good Lord. And you know what's disturbing about that is if yeah. kids Google her. Right. Especially if she's on Nickelodeon, you're saying. Um, that's what I'm saying. Uh, just while you have a minute, do that for me. And you tell me what pops up on your little screen. We probably spelled it wrong. That's the problem. No, but. no, no. I don't think I did. No, I don't. Because the 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 bad ones that I'm talking about mm-hmm. are not the full name. That's what I'm saying. And so uh, I guess she goes by yep, yeah, Gabrielle Green. I think she's dropped to that other part for yeah. that reason. Good idea. Now, have you seen the other reason yet? Um, I don't. I haven't actually. You haven't Mine done that. Come up. Put her name and put, click images. All right, images you're saying, Jerry? Yes, and then just scroll down like four or five. Scroll down. And you can see why probably dropped the other name. I am not finding this uh, X-rated actress. You're kidding me. No. And you're using Google. The Google. And you did the images. Yep, I put Gabrielle Neva in it. Uh, Okay. And nothing else came up other than this gal. Do not send me pornography. No, no, I'm, no, 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 no. That's not what I'm sending you. That's I've not what I'm sending. I'm sending you what I'm seeing, and I want to know what I'm doing wrong. That's what I'm sending you. Is that fair? That's fair. Okay, so. While, in, while, while you do that, Jerry, this uh, this is a great oh, point. Oh, it's done. <laughs> Billy Hayes on Twitter says, of the Chick-fil-A streak, not for yeah. Gazy Al, if you have a 10-game hitting streak and the team is off on Monday, doesn't your hitting streak continue if you get a hit on Tuesday? Yeah, but that's a consecutive game streak. Mm. If you, right. The way you presented it to me was 132 consecutive days. All right. Oh, my Lord, Jerry, why did you send me this filthy, filthy stuff? Because that's what popped up on the Google. My goodness. Right. Yeah, you're right. You spelled never wrong, but you spelled it the way that it child would spell it oh i spelled hi, oh okay but but you spelled it the way that someone hearing the name would spell it absolutely so you you did the right thing i was uh, gonna talk to cbs jerry about if they're trying to get well if they're trying to you know reach a younger audience in trying to do a game on nickelodeon as well and make it fun for the kids why not try to get other this is a bit i just wrote up why not try to oh, get boy. other other audiences, Jerry, that might not be watching the NFL, why not try to get them? For example, I was going to pitch to CBS an NFL uh, wildcard game on the ID channel where Tony Romo, you have to solve who murdered Tony Romo during the game. He's not dead. No, but uh, for the show, he would be dead. And then you would find, like, not really dead, but for the ID channel, people who love a murder mystery, while you're watching the game, also try to figure out, you know, Put a lie detector test on Jim Nance, see if he knows anything about the murder. I'm glad you prefaced this by saying I just thought of this. Yeah, I just and you actually didn't bits. spend any time thinking about this. No, I took, I did jot down some notes. Why? Since you mentioned CBS, yeah, but you jot down notes. I did. I have a couple more. Oh, please. Why don't you go ahead, Jerry? What if they did a version oh, God, on 
an NFL wildcard game version on the TLC, the learning channel, and the announcers could be the 600-pound woman and the mama's boys. <laughs> You're killing yourself over there. I don't even know what that means. TLC, the channel TLC, they have the, the, the 600-pound woman. What does the mama's boys mean? Mama's boys are the guys. There's a reality show where, where these uh, women... Good-looking women in their 20s oh, date mama's boys. Okay. Also had this idea to pitch to CBS, Jerry. You are aware you're on a sports talk radio show right now, right? <laughs> this is sports talk, yeah. What if uh, CBS did a wild card game, Jerry, with HGTV, where the property b- brothers build an extension on the stadium during a game? That's Just your that's it. your best idea of the three, by the way. Just People know who it. they are. Just to keep it interesting. I'm okay with that idea. Your first two were stupid. Who killed Tony Romo as he's actually in the booth makes no sense. No, no, but in the beginning of the game, he'd be in the booth, and all of a sudden, Jim Nance come back and be like, Tony Romo's missing, and let me call the police. So that's a missing persons report. He's not dead. They get the the 911 call, and then they find Tony Romo's blood leading towards the popcorn machine. But I do happen to like your idea of the Property Brothers, (laughs) who I feel have become mainstream. You don't like my idea of the 600-pound woman I do not. and the mama's boys on the TLC version of NFL Wild Card I Weekend. I do not. That, those are shows I go right past. Hmm. Sorry. And I actually do watch sports. You're a sports guy? <laughs> I sort of am, yes. I actually do spend time. I actually watched last night Illinois-Minnesota mm-hmm. basketball. I was basketball. not watching mama's boys. The Mamas Boys. Yes, you know you want to feel old. Yeah. You know who's on the who's on the Minnesota team now? First of all, the head coach of Minnesota is Richard Patino, the wow. son of Rick Patino. The son of Rick Patino. He's been there for like eight years, by the way. <laughs> but yes, Richard Patino's the head coach. But you want to feel old? Yeah. Rookie, a rookie, a freshman last night on the Minnesota team, Jamal Mashburn Jr. Jamal Mashburn's kid. Please, you, you know who that is, right? I, I've heard the name. Oh Jesus. Okay. Yes, Jamal Mashburn was in the NBA. Charlotte, never mind. I'm not familiar with him, Jerry, but I do know the 600-pound woman and the mama's boys. More sports talk coming up (laughs) as the warm-up show continues on a Wednesday. Next, perhaps we will break down something that Al saw on CNBC. Who knows? We can Mm. talk about Bitcoin. That could be coming up, too, as well. It's 536, Boomer and Geo, top of the hour on the fan. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long. Yeah, and that hour is actually coming to an end soon. It's 542. It's the warm-up show until 6 o'clock. What else you got, Al Dukes? What if the murder of Tony Romo was Phil Sims, Jerry? Then would you be interested in my ID channel show? Like they find No, because it's not real. They find they find Phil Sims DNA under the nails of Tony Romo. And Phil has motive. And Phil, right, that's what I mean. Phil has motive. He doesn't pass the lie detector test. And then by the time the murder is solved, the game's over. Game-winning field goal, everything's wrapped up in one thing. So basically you want people to watch so that they're not watching the football game. 
No, it's just like it's just like what they're trying to do with the Nickelodeon. You want to you want the kids to watch the game, but also keep their interest. I'm saying for a guy like me who, when there's a game on, I'm like, mm, I gotta be honest. Or the don't, game. don't be offended by this. Okay, I don't want you <laughs> as a fan. No. Oh. If I'm the NFL, I want football fans. It is kind of weird though. Like, how did we as children, small children, how did we get into watching NFL? My football parents and baseball. My but parents. Why? But why were we interested? Because there was nothing else. It just I don't. Weird. I don't know. Like, like, why did I want to watch the Dallas Cowboys when I was nine years old? Why? I don't know. Well, I mean, all I can tell you is, growing up, football Sundays. Like, I could not wait for football Sunday. Me my too. Mother was I don't always, understand. My mother was always making the you know the Sunday dinner, and she was also into watching the games as well. The fireplace was going, and I don't mean in September when it was you know eighty degrees out, but I don't know, like November and December football. I just remember hanging out in the living room with my father and my brother, and my mom and my sister would be there, and we just we watched football. That's what we did. And baseball wise, we played it, and we didn't. I don't I don't remember watching every night, but we watched a lot. You know, I mean, heck, I even watched this. The family I grew up in, we we watched hockey nonstop. We watched basketball. Just what we did. I also think the Sears catalog helped every Christmas because you could get NFL-related pajamas. That is true. I used to very much look forward to that because you would, you know, that was the place where you would tell, you know, your parents what you were kind of hoping for for Christmas. Right. You know, or you could go to, they always had, and I'm sure you remember this too, there was always that sports store in the mall. Herman's. That had, no, that had the, <laughs> uh, Herman's was a good sports store. Oh, they were sporting goods. Yeah, I'm talking about the, the sports store in the mall, at least yeah. in Monmouth Mall and Woodbridge Mall in Jersey, that had the sports store that had all the out-of-town star players' jerseys. Yes. And it was yes. like, the I, I always loved going in because they you could find stuff from the Buccaneers in there. Right. And it was the only place you could find it. Correct. And You're so right. that was always fun, too. The merchandise helped us. Yeah, and going to games was cool. I don't know. And the other thing, too, I heard you mention this the other day about you know being stuck watching games. That's not necessarily true when we were kids because we always got the national game, and we always saw the Cowboys were on TV so much when we were kids because they were good you know, back then. So I feel like all we got was like the Giants in the 1 o'clock window, the Jets in the 4 o'clock window. I don't remember the, getting these national games you speak of we unless always they were had, Monday nights. Oh, we always had the national game we on did. Sunday. Yeah, always. Hmm. Absolutely. That's how we got the Cowboys. I mean, it was almost like they were a home team. They brought right. so much. The Cowboys, the Dolphins, the Steelers, yeah. the Raiders. No quite Absolutely. The so, Raiders. We weren't. And by the way, the Giants were good. <laughs> yes, and, they were. You know, I mean, 80, Phil Sims. 84, 85, 86, and they're a good team. That's true. Won two Super Bowls in that time, 86 and 90. Jerry, I'm not, as you probably can guess, a huge basketball fan. You come on. But I must say, and I know very little about this gentleman, O.B. Toppin. Is that how you say his name, Jerry? Sure. The new... Uh, the kid from Dayton now on the Knicks. The new Nick. Yeah. This guy is the only guy from the past... I can think of maybe Jeremy Lin, who sounds excited to play for the Knicks. Like he does. He seems so happy. Genuine. As a Brooklyn native to be on the Knicks, and he makes his preseason debut tonight, Jerry. Well, no, that's not true. He makes his Madison Garden. Square Garden debut tonight. The Garden. Yes, he's already like played. Exci- like he's excited for that. He's, and I and don't ever awesome. hear that from any, any of these Punk NBA players, Jerry. 
Because they don't this care. Guy. You know why? Because he's he a cares. kid. He's a kid. Right. And and you know what? In five, six years for him and for Nick fans, I hope he has a good career. It will be all about money at some point, too, because you yeah. see these contracts they're doling out. I have seen this. Oh, my God. I mean, you're talking about guys making $45 million a season. <laughs> a season, dude. Giannis intended to Pacupo. I'm sorry, who? Giannis Anteto Kunpo. <laughs> One more Tun- time. Giannis. Let's start, let's start this way. It's okay. Giannis. It's not Giannis. <laughs> Holy God. He's arguably the best player yes. in basketball right now. I saw he made a Supermax extension. With let's try Bucks. one more. Giannis. Now you know the last name. Anteto Kunumpo. <laughs> My gosh, how does an announcer do these games? Well, you do it because you get used to who he is. Do you think the announcer for the Milwaukee Bucks on radio just no. goes, uh, swings it out to Giannis? Yeah, I do, actually. I think there's times you get a little exhausted from saying Antetokounmpo. Yeah. So I do. I do. Th- and, and he's also known as that, too. Like, just like Giannis. I think back in the day, the Bulls announcer would just say, you know, swing it over to Michael. I mean, it's the last name is what it is, but I think he's known as Giannis at this point, too. Giannis. And it's acceptable. This way you don't have idiot announcers going, Giannis Antetokounmpo. I was doing it phonetically. Yeah, good luck with that. Ant. That... His first name is, his last name begins Ant. A-N-T-E-T. Yeah, so that's Antet. U-O-M-P-O, is that right? Oh, it's A-N-T-E-T. Right. O-K. Oh, okay. O-U-N. I, I forgot the O-K. M-P-O. Got it. Giannis and Tetetokounmpo. <laughs> 228 million, man. That's not getting, bad. You think he's getting a new car, Jerry? <laughs> I think he's <laughs> buying a bunch of dealerships is what he's buying. Dealerships? You, by the way, did you read, I just, because I, I think you guys mentioned it, but forget the stuff with the staff. The Stern story yesterday in the Post about see, his real estate? Uh, you know, I didn't see that story. Oh, my good! It was in the post. Okay. And it mentioned, whatever, it mentioned the whole staff thing. And I heard you guys uh, mention that in the morning. Yeah, we discussed. But uh, opposite that, the story was really about his real estate holdings. Mm-hmm. He bought a $50 million home in Palm Beach, Florida. Nice. <laughs> oh, my he's God. He's got the place in Florida. He's got a place out in the Hamptons. In the Hamptons, and he's got and a, Manhattan. Uh, beautiful uh, uh, yeah. place in Manhattan. But like his real estate holdings are like $125 million. There it is. Inside Howard Stern's massive houses from Long Island to Palm Beach. You know what I like? The Palm Beach one. And Maybe I got the number wrong. Maybe it's not 50 But I thought it said he paid $50 million for it and then did $13 million of renovations. <laughs> What's this going to cost me? Get the Property Brothers in here. Oh, my God. Could yeah. you imagine? By the way, the Property Brothers have a very cool show. I'm sure you have seen it. About giving back. Have you seen that show? Oh, yes, where they get like a celebrity. It's Yeah, a celebrity that's had someone that's worked closely with them for a very long time. And they want to do something nice for them aside from paying them more money, yes, perhaps. I have seen this. A really cool stuff. I saw the one with Brad Pitt the other day. Yes, heartwarming, Jerry. Oh, that was great. I saw the Brad Pitt one as well. Pretty good. So well, are you going to yeah, do that they... for your dog? Like, who are you going to do that for at some point? Mm, someone who's helped me along the way, Jerry. Yeah. You've nobody, do you? All the people who help me along the way are in a much better position in life than me. So <laughs> so you're waiting to be the recipient. <laughs> I cannot pay them back. <laughs> yes, I'm waiting to be the recipient. Well, you never know. You're a talk show host now. 
never right, know what Jerry. comes your way. That's right. You never know. <laughs> Give me one more story before right, we perfect. get to a sports minute. So you know this Jake Paul fellow who's wanting to fight I love everybody. This story. Yes. So uh, you know he wants to beat up uh, other celebrities. He wants to beat up um, Conor McGregor, a UFC star and female fighter, Amanda Nunez. 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 Nunez says she wants to fight him. That would be awesome if a woman could knock his ass out. Right. So I guess he's what's the guy's name? Dana. Uh, Dana White. Dana White. So I guess he's going back and forth with Dana White about Conor McGregor, and I, yeah. I I don't know enough about this, but from the story I read, they're kind of having a disagreement over that. And then he said, I, "Maybe I'll get Amanda Nunez to knock his ass out." Aww. And then she tweeted or posted somewhere, "I'm in. <laughs> I'm in." Yes. I would watch that. Yeah, so would I. And I, I think would she love would it. crush him. Now, would she be able to do kicks and stuff, or would it be a yeah, boxing match? Yeah, it's UFC, match? dude. No, oh, it's UFC. UFC. Style. Oh, I would love to. Uh, oh, you're telling me it might be a boxing match? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. This I'm guy not boxes. interested in that. Right. I want to see her like be able to kick him in the chest, and me then too. when he falls, she gets on top of him and... Come flying across the ring. <laughs> yeah, flying kicks. <laughs> be so fun. <laughs> oh, man. All right, well, think about that for a second. Aww. We got to take a break. As you can think about flying kicks across the ring right in his face. Yes. <laughs> We're going to take one final break. We'll come back with one more story for you. Boomer and Geo then at 6. Right now, though, a Radio.com Sports Minute. It is Amy Lawrence, and she also is talking about the NFL on Nickelodeon. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, a couple more minutes to the top. Boomer and Geo. Then Knicks play a preseason game tonight. Pretty much all that's going on. Pretty quiet there, Al Dukes. Yeah, and in fact, uh, very strange over here, Jerry. My home is uh, now just smells like tuna fish because the dog will now only eat her dog food if. Irving, pull up, deep three. Oh, he carried it. <laughs> 